Welcome to the Master of Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate so you never, ever have to work a job again. Today, we're going to be talking all about finding deals, even off-market deals, and other investors passing along their deals to you because we do that as investors. We scale up to bigger and better properties and might as well take over ones that other people are already investing in and making a lot of money doing it. Let's jump into today's show where we're going to learn how to get fantastic fantastic real estate deals. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's up, guys? Super pumped to have you here on the Master Passive Income Show. And as we are looking at life in general, it seems like the world is kind of chaotic right now. You know, I'm just so blessed that RubeCon is done now, and that's in oh, that's in the books, and we helped a lot of people. But I'm also looking at a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, some stuff going on with Russia and Ukraine. I say some stuff. I don't even know what it is. It's just crazy. It sounds like war. It sounds like lots of stuff. But... There's also inflation here. I heard that the Fed is going to be raising interest rates. So I'm going to do a lot more research on all the uh, interest rates and all the what everything the Fed is doing and inflation. And I'm going to put out an episode here pretty soon about inflation as well as interest rates and all that sort of stuff because it's looking like there might be some interesting stuff coming on, like the 1970s all over again. If you remember back when Jenny Carter, well, I wasn't really alive. I was, I was born in 79, so I'm, obviously I'm pretty old. But I was born in 79, but before that, Jimmy Carter was around, and he definitely, uh, or I don't know if he did it, but times were tough in the 70s. I remember my parents went through it. There were like people waiting in line to get gas, like literally for hours, waiting in line to get gas. We know right now gasoline is like $7.50 a gallon. How stupid is that? I'm even hearing some politicians say, oh, if you can't afford $7.50 a gallon, might as well go buy a $60,000 electric vehicle. I'm like, uh, that doesn't compute. I can't afford $7, but you want me to spend $60,000 to buy a car? I don't get it. So I'm going to be looking at the inflation as well as interest rates and all that sort of stuff. And I'm going to put an episode here in the next couple of weeks after trying to figure out what is going on or what we can be seeing here in the market. I'm actually, now this is going to be hard to say, well, not necessarily hard to say. It's going to sound bad, but <laughs> sorry to say this, some people are going to have trouble when the economy does something wrong. I am, you know, like going down and, and inflation's taking off. It's not good, trust me. I, I'm not looking forward to it, but I know there will be a lot of good deals. I know that people will sadly not be able to own their homes. It's going to be a bummer. Trust me, it's going to be a huge, huge bummer. I remember back in 2008, I started investing in 2006 and 2007, and seeing all that stuff happen back then, it definitely wasn't fantastic at all for other people. Now, I was blessed to be able to be ready to invest, have money to invest, and the knowledge to invest. So I started buying properties. And now because of taking advantage of issues that came in the economy, I was really blessed to buy a lot of properties very, very fast. And I was able to quit my job because of that. And in looking at what's happening right now, 
I don't know what is going to happen or when is anything going to happen, but the market's been going up for the last 12 years. And we can see out of history, markets have never always gone up. It's gone up, it's gone down, it's gone up, it's gone down. And it seemed like it might be getting to the top and it might be ready for, you know, maybe come down, especially with interest rates come up. When interest rates go up, prices come down because everybody only has a certain amount of money every single month that they could pay for either rent or mortgage. So if they're paying for mortgage at $1,800 and that's the most they can afford, well, if interest goes up, that means the prices have to come down because everybody only has $1,800 a month to spend on a mortgage. So they can't buy that more expensive house. Those more expensive houses sit on the market for so long and then eventually they come down because sellers are not able to sell it at that price. I'm super pumped to be making a lot of money or buying a lot of properties. And I hope you are too, because this is gonna be, it seems like if as things are going with inflation, with the Federal Reserve literally creating out of thin air $80 billion every single month since, I wanna say, I don't know, four years now, five years, whenever, I can't remember when it was, but they've been creating and printing, they call it uh, quantitative easing, but they've been printing money, $80 billion a month just pumping that in the stock market. That's why it's going up. Anyways, so much more to say about that, but I had to do a lot more research to figure out how I want to actually you know, say it to you and give you at least a little bit of insights. Now, I will say though, even though I know that there's going to be uh, turmoil, potentially turmoil, I'm not saying that I know because I'm not a, a profit or anything, but it just seems like there would be some issues coming up here in the market and the economy. But I do know right now, as investors, we're finding deals all over the place. So even before there is a correction in the market, we're finding deals right now. Now, if you're an investor, you're going to know how to do it, and I'm going to show you how to do it too. In today's show, we're going to be talking with a fantastic company who helps investors like us find rental properties that make us money in passive income, finding them off-market deals, making sure that we can capture equity with them, making sure that we have good people running it in place, basically almost like a turnkey, even though it's not necessarily a turnkey company. They definitely do their best to give us as much information on property managers we can pick from, um, our contractors and all that sort of stuff. Anyways, this company is fantastic. So I'm pumped to bring on this company. They're an affiliate of mine. If you go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash roofstock, a link will be in the description. Roofstock is the company. It's not going to cost you any money to use my affiliate link. It's masterpassiveincome.com forward slash roofstock because it's literally free. Use that. It, they, I talk to them extensively. I help them to understand what our business model is like so they understand it and they're going to be giving you the right properties. Let's jump into today's show where I'm going to be interviewing Roofstock and seeing how we can get fantastic real estate investing deals even in a seller's market. Here we go. Jason, thank you so much for being here on the show. Thanks for having me, Dustin. I'm excited. So you work at Roofstock. And so what do you? what is it that you normally do at Roofstock? And then how does that Roofstock in turn help us as investors? Sure, sure. Yeah. So uh, hey, everybody, my name is Jason Fabone. I'm one of the advisors actually on the team here. So I work with a lot of our first time investors who are looking to make their very first purchase through the site. Or for someone that's looking to expand and to get into new markets, really diversify into those new areas. So what I do is just basically kind of guide you as your advisor, understanding your goals, helping you understand how the Roostock model works, and then ultimately find your first investment, right, and scale from there. So been with the company for about four years now. Uh, I myself am an investor. That's how I got started. I got I bought my first three rentals using the website, and so. 
I'm going to talk to you guys today a little bit more from the personal investing side, but also just from an advising standpoint, just so we have kind of a full, full perspective there. I really enjoy RoofSock, and that's why I wanted to bring you on is to highlight that I have a lot of students that buy properties through RoofStock, and what's beneficial is basically the platform is so, so helpful for us as investors, so much information that most investors need to, or I would say, suggest they should know, and it helps us. And so, okay, so Jason, what is the overall principle of RoofStock? Like, what's the whole goal of RoofStock? And then you can definitely walk us through, you know, everything online, how we can actually get on and how we can find properties. The whole goal and the idea is to make investing stock markets simple. We want you to be, you know, we want to give you the ability, empower you with the tools available to just invest anywhere in the world, right? Through the comfort of your own chair, using data, using technology to really help assess if a property is going to meet your projected goals or not. So what we try and do here is just democratize investing to anybody that has access to the internet. And so we really want to help anybody that's a first-time investor to more of a seasoned investor just build wealth through real estate investing. That's our whole philosophy here. And I think it very much aligns with what you're teaching here, Dustin. So I thought I thought it makes perfect sense. That's great. Now, how do we get started with Roofstock? I mean, we have to sign up for an account. Do you want to walk us through that entire process? Oh, yeah, absolutely. What I can't stress enough is education. Education, education, right? I mean, that's the stuff that you preach, that I teach that we all really preach here. You really need to make sure you have education. And that's start, you know, that starts with podcast self-learning, starting, you know, why you're doing this. So all you need to do is when you come on roofstock.com, and I'm going to start from the top here. Um, all you need to do is essentially create an account. You can either sign in using your Gmail or your Facebook account. I, I, I do have to pause free. and say this is yeah. yeah, exactly. This is absolutely free. This is such a fantastic tool that's literally free. So definitely keep going, Jason, because I just had to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's definitely important for sure. So completely free to make the account. Um, so you can sign up using your Gmail or your Facebook account, or you can just create your own hit sign in. Um, I have multiple accounts here with Brewstock, obviously. So I'm going to start by just signing up. And once you do that, it'll ask you a series of questions. And so see if you can answer these to the best of your knowledge. If you don't, you don't really know, and you're just looking to just research and poke around, then that's fine too. You can just hit the skip button. But this profile would just show you the relevant properties that are pertaining to your goals, whether you're more growth-minded, more income-minded, or maybe it's a balance of both. So really complete that investor profile. Once you've done so or you decide to hit skip, it'll take you to the list of all the homes that we have available. Again, for those that are first timers and you're looking to learn, we do have a course that's called Roofstock Academy that again, similar to your course, Dustin there, that we, we, we just basically help educate our investors to get to their first investment. And so here at Roofstock, you can actually see these pre-selected filters at the top, two to four units, turnkey properties for those that don't aren't aware of turnkeys essentially a property that's renovated that's recently rented and you're collecting rental income on day one um, but then you have these other uh, filters here as well like one percent rule best schools well what i tell people to do is just build your own filter right so you can come in here really just uh, sort your price point sort your neighborhood rating if there's a certain market or location you're focused in on, really 
what you'll notice is that we are a marketplace where you can buy tenant occupied homes. And so you might ask who these sellers are, where are these homes coming from? And the beauty of a marketplace is that there's both a supplier and a investor where we connect both parties into our platform. So these are real sellers. And hey guys, get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. And I'll give you, literally give you my real estate investing course showing you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first, how to scale the business, buy the right properties, making $250 or more every single month in passive income. I'll literally just give it to you. You can get started investing right away. Text the word rental to 33777. You know, your mom and pop landlords, we've got different levels of suppliers through our marketplace that people can sign up and, and actually list their properties on their website. That's tenant occupied. And then at the same time too, from a buyer's perspective, I can purchase a home that's already stabilized and occupied and producing income on day one. So let's just say I click on this first property here. This one's in Jacksonville, Florida, the three bed, two bath, thousand square foot home built in 2000, asking 110,000. It's currently being rented for 835. You'll notice that underneath the photo, it has these five tabs here. So if you start with the summary tab, it tells you the features about the home, the occupancy status, lease start, lease end date, some bullet points about the property. It looks like this is a Section 8 tenant in Jacksonville, Florida. But then you'll also get a little bit more features as far as the map, the neighborhood score, and the school ratings here. The school ratings are actually coming from greatschools.org. So if you type in any public school in the entire country, it rates it from 1 to 10. 10 being the best, 1 being the worst. I always like looking at my own public school where I went just just for curiosity, right? You just more so just curious on uh, how they grade each school there. The public school, we're scraping that data, putting it onto the platform. The neighborhood rating is actually our own proprietary algorithm that we use. And uh, what our data science team actually uses is census data. And we collect variables on these five different attributes. So you'll see it combines our home values, median income, percent of people employed, average school rating, and it really spits out a score on one to five. Five being the best, one the worst. And it's the same way that you would classify an A-class neighborhood versus maybe a D-class neighborhood. But yeah, this is a little bit more about where our neighborhood quality comes from. And then for those that want a little bit more market stats about Jacksonville, you can come in here, you can actually see a little bit more data about the Jacksonville area. Now, what I tell investors to do all the time is play around with the financials. We give you the tools and empower everybody to make their own decisions, run their own numbers, and really assess if the numbers meet your projected returns or not. So here, what I'd like to do is I tell everyone to just do a hypothetical situation, right? If I wanna offer, let's say $100,000 on this home, and let's say I can come in with a 30% down payment, Interest rates for an investment loan, let's just say in the mid to, to, to low fours, I can really start to play around with these numbers based on what I need to see annually or monthly. So if I want $100 minimum on this property, 
means I need to put a little bit more down payment on this home. And you might be asking where these numbers are coming from. So if you actually continue scrolling down here, we'll give you a little bit more data in uh, where these numbers are coming from. Give you a breakdown of each, the income and expenses. You simply just hit edit assumptions. It'll break down the numbers for you on an annualized basis. What I tell people to do is always run your own numbers. Roofstock might tell you this data, but validate it. Trust, but verify. That's our job as investors, just to validate the data. If there's anything that I'd like to see, let's say I'd like to think that Jacksonville might have an 8% vacancy or a 10% vacancy based on what my management company told me. I can go ahead and input that number here, as well as the expense items that we've listed here. So you've got taxes, management, leasing fees. That's, a, that's basically when a property manager has to go out and find a new tenant for you. They've got to clean it out, do the marketing, run the applications. That's their quote unquote bonus for finding a new tenant. This repairs and maintenance number might be a little subjective, right? Because we don't know without an inspection. They definitely need an inspection on these homes. So we want to actually put this as an inspection contingency, which we'll talk about in just a second. Um, so if you take your expected rents at 9,200 and you subtract your operating expenses at 4,500, which is just a combination of all these numbers, that gives me an NOI or net operating income of 4,700. What we also tell people to do is have a reserve account. It's very important as investors that we budget ourselves appropriately for unexpected things or for future items. Things like roofs, HVAC, plumbing issues, things that might cost a little bit more money. Roofstock is saying we should save an average of 450 to 460 every year. Um, again, the inspection will tell you if that number will go up or down. You'll come in here once the inspection comes back and update those numbers. And then you can see if I take my NOI and subtract my CapEx, I'm left with a total cash flow of 4,200. But most important, I do have a mortgage. I have my principal and interest. So just simply take your cash flow from what you calculated, subtract that from your mortgage to get a total net cash flow in this example. Again, always, always run your own numbers. And part of that comes with education, which Dustin, I'm sure you do obviously a good job today on educating on why we do this, but always validate the data. No matter if we get through roof stock or you guys hear it from another investor or whoever it is, we always make sure that we're buying the right property because last thing we want to do is just take somebody's numbers and say, okay, this looks good to me and run with it. And then it be bad, like bad numbers. In fact, you lose money as opposed to making money. So always do your own due diligence in everything that you do. Yeah. The one thing we want to do is just minimize surprises. The more surprises oh, yeah. we have, it, 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 it kind of just, your gut kind of tells you something else, right? And so if we can minimize that as much as possible, I'm not going to say it's, it's absolute, as long as you can minimize that, you should be good to go. Um, so that's a little bit more on the financials. Then you can also get a little bit more data if you click on the analysis tab, but we provide title reports and a ledger, which is also known as the tenant payment history. I just look, I like to look at the consistency or inconsistency of the payments that are coming in from the tenants. Again, I'm not gonna know who they are, what they do for a living, just cause that's private information once I get the property under contract. But this at least gives me a general sense of how the tenant is performing over time. Because it's section eight, 
It's guaranteed rent. So I can get a breakdown of their last, looks like four to five months here. We do provide updated ledgers as well. So if anybody's looking to acquire our previous data, past history, please let us know so we can gather that for them. The title report will be here as well. Um, this is just to ensure that there's no prior liens or encumbrances on title. And if there are, the title company will go ahead and take care of that with the seller before they transfer the property over. Last but not least, the buy process tab will show you who the lending options are. Um, conventional financing for buy and hold rentals, that's the most uh, a generic form of financing that you can get. They'll require a 20% down payment, and you can use whichever lender you'd like. So you can either use one of Roostock's preferred lenders, you can go out and shop your own. Best thing to do is just verify and talk to maybe two or three different lenders to make sure you're getting the best rate. Absolutely. And if That's you, a good point. Yep. Yep. And then if you continue scrolling down, you'll see who the management options are, right? So here, what Roostock will do is we'll interview about 10 to 15 different management companies in each location. And then we narrow that down to the best two or three that we think are the best fit. So we get them featured on our site. And what I tell people to do personally, Dustin, this is just me, is I tell people, hey, if you don't know Jacksonville, you don't know the area, I don't expect you to, but somebody will. And so that somebody might be a property manager who currently manages homes in this area, most likely. So you get their contact information here. You can always call them and say, hey, can you tell me a little bit more information about this area? market rents, rentability, just really pick their brains. And what you're really doing is that you're building that relation with these property managers over time so that you can decide who you'd like to onboard. I love the fact that you have a lot of this stuff already done, especially property managers. What's interesting is most people don't, they think of property managers like the last thing in the business process, which is not smart. It should be one of the first things that you do. And so it, it also like on my YouTube channel, that's anything I put out about property managers, how to find the right property manager, how to make sure you hire the right ones, all that sort of stuff. Those are the worst viewed pro, uh, like videos ever. Like literally everything else is so much lower because people don't realize that this is very, very, in fact, almost the most important thing. Now, quick question with these property managers. Now, obviously Jacksonville is going to be different than let's say Memphis or other places. How often do you go through and let's say all of Jacksonville how often do you go back and go through these, this list and either update it or if somebody's changed or there's a better property management company that actually comes in and you want to put them on the list? Good question. We are a marketplace. It's about a system of checks and balances. So we have a support line that follows up with our investors once a month or every other month, depending on what's appropriate. And what we're looking for is feedback. One of that feedback is, is how's their property management company performing? Some will say yes, some will say no. The ones that are no, we will actually go into them a little bit further to figure out where there's a gap. And yes, we help find replacements. We can further strengthen that uh, relationship if we need to, but essentially think of us as like a big brother. Is it also after the fact too? Like we bought the house, you follow up with us and maybe a couple months later, it's like, oh man, the property manager is not doing that well. You guys will help out there as well? Yes, exactly right. I mean, that's the whole purpose. If we refer them to you, that's our brand as well. So we just want to make, we want to make sure that investors have a good experience through our site. So that's why we do that. So please, please, please. That's the one thing that we ask when we talk to our investors after they made a purchase is how's the management company? Are they any that's good? Great. Can you give us feedback? Um, so yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up. One of the things too, is think, think of it like a business, 
right? Um, you're the owner, the home is the product, the property manager is the employer, right? Mm-hmm. You find good employers to run your business, they'll go out and find good customers for you, which would be the tenant in this example. So always, always find a good uh, property manager. I say that's, like you said, that's probably one of the first things you'll want to do. And then from there, if you decide everything checks out well, once you've done your research, I can go ahead and make the seller an offer. They're asking 100 or I think it was 110 was their original asking price. I can go ahead and offer whatever I feel is necessary. So let's just say I offer 90. I simply hit make an offer. Then what it'll do is it'll take you to this page uh, where you'll input your buyer information. So it'll ask you how you'd like to hold title. You can do it through a LLC. You can co-buy it with another individual or you can just do it yourself. So I'm gonna pretend it's me and input my name here. Then what I'll do is I'll hit next. Then it'll ask me for my funding source. Just go ahead and indicate cash or financing. If you plan on financing, you will need a pre-approval letter. So one of your first steps, Dustin, is talk to a property manager, talk to lenders, make sure you can get pre-approved and verify the, you know, the, the, the interest rates. You'll then want to upload your pre-approval letter here. So I'm just going to go ahead and just do a pretend one here as an example. Then what it's going to ask you is for your credit card information for the marketplace fee. Keep in mind, this is a one-time fee that Roofstock charges on all transactions, and it's not charged unless your offer is accepted by the seller. This is our business model, effectively how we make money, essentially. So um, just keep in mind, you're not charged. And even if the offer is accepted, your credit card's charged at that point. If the inspections happen, which we'll guide you through as a next step, and the inspections don't pass, if you decide not to move forward, then this marketplace fee is totally refundable to you. And so in the negotiating process, like you offer 90, they negotiate and say, well, how about $100,000? That's still not accepted. So you got to negotiate back and forth. And so it's only when it's accepted. And then what, how, at what point is the marketplace fee not refundable? Is it when it, the property closes? Yeah, once it closes, it would obviously, you would pay that fee. It is completely refundable if you decide to cancel the deal. Let's say the plumbing's bad or there's mold in the basement or the roof is towards the end of its useful life. In those examples, you might not want to purchase the property. It may not feel as comfortable. So you can decide to cancel and receive that back. And then basically what will happen here is once you actually bypass that step, this is the very last section here. So what it'll ask you to do is if you would like to speak with the seller directly, you can actually say in the comments here, you know, this is my highest and best offer. Can you tell me a little bit more when the last roof replacement was? This gives me an opportunity from a marketplace perspective to talk to the seller. Then what will happen is they'll receive an, uh, an email with the offer and the seller will have two days to respond. And so like you said, Dustin, they'll accept, decline, or they'll give you a counter offer. Once they give you a counter offer, now you have two days to respond. So you and the seller are, are playing ping pong back and forth with each other until both parties come to an agreement. That's great. Now I've got a question. If you, I think it's you scroll up. There's a Roofstock guarantee. What's the Roofstock guarantee? Great question. So Roofstock offers a guarantee on all these properties, which is a two-part guarantee here. One of them is a 30-day money-back guarantee, which you can effectively think of that as like a return policy. 
So if you're not happy within the first 30 days of ownership, you can decide to return the home back to us free of charge. Uh, we'll list it on our marketplace for free, find another buyer for you if after the first 90 days. We still haven't procured a buyer. We will personally buy the property back from you. That alone is huge. That's pretty That's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, effectively, what you're doing is investing remotely, right? So we want to be that trusted provider for you. And so we try and make this as easy as possible. And so part of that is just having the onboarding success, the post-customer success, as well as the guarantees. The other part of the guarantee that we offer is a lease-up guarantee. So those are for any vacant home that you purchase through our marketplace. Roofstock will add a lease-up guarantee where we guarantee a tenant or a new lease signed within the first 45 days of ownership. If not, Roofstock would pay the investor 75% of market rent until that new lease is signed. So if it takes that management company three to four months to find a tenant, we pay out those three to four months. And part of my question, you already answered it, was, well, what's the rent amount? But it's market rent. So you guys already have, and we easily figure out what the market rents are. But that those two guarantees are pretty phenomenal. Now, I just quickly see on this one that you're looking at, it says not eligible. Why would this one be eligible or one be eligible and one not? Good question. It's not eligible yet. So we need to actually do an inspection on the home. We need to have a third-party licensed inspector go out and evaluate the condition and the foundation, the roof, the major systems in place. Once that report comes back, we will be reporting to you, the investor, the results of the inspection and whether the home meets our home standards or if it does not. And if it does not, here are the reasons why it does not. And so you'll go back to the seller and have another round of negotiations at that point. And if both parties can't come to an agreement, and at that point we withdraw the offer, return the fees back, we help you find another home at that point. Um, so one of the things that I'll just briefly touch upon here is these are the three homes I purchased here personally through the marketplace. This is how I got started. The most important thing is, like you said, Dustin, is property management. I can't stress how important that is because they're your boots on the ground. They're your eyes and ears. Really make sure you take the time to, to build that relationship over time. Um, the other thing I like to share with folks is if they're not finding the property on Roofstock, but they want to make that purchase with Roofstock because of all the benefits and guarantees, you can actually bring your own property. So you can actually find a home off of Zillow, off of Redfin, and you can actually submit the property through our marketplace and still get all the same benefits. And so what we'll do is we'll go ahead and upload the property. You can see all the financials and all the analytics on each home, just like you normally would on any property. And then if the numbers meet your projected returns, you can go ahead and submit an offer. And you'll still get all the same benefits there. So that's our BYOP program. And then there's a couple other things as well that we can get into. For those that love new built, newly built homes, we do have a partnership with Lennar. Lennar, for those that aren't aware, they're the largest, one of the largest home builders in the country. So you can purchase newly constructed homes um, and you can use all the tools and calculators that we provide here as well. But again, education is everything. So what I can share with everybody here today is if anybody's interested in learning more, we do have our academy course for those that need a little bit more coaching, similar to what you provide Dustin already. And, and really for those folks that are looking to um, get more education, because we can't stress that enough. So we do have that academy for, for anybody that's brand new, wants to get from zero to one um, or from one to 100 how to actually get there. And the Academy will obviously teach you a lot here. 
we have our CloudHouse rental calculator. So let's say you want to see what your own home looks like, the home that you live in today. You can go ahead and enter the address. And what you'll do is hit analyze. And our CloudHouse calculator will actually pull up the numbers for you. Um, so this is actually my rental property I own in, uh, in the Atlanta, greater Atlanta area. So I can actually see how it's performed. Um, and hit the custom tab. And remember, just like we did last time, it just adjusts the numbers to see um, how that's pretty awesome performing in real time. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of, a lot of good things here, understand what your goals are. And really one of the things that we teach here is to understand profiles, whether you're growth minded, cash flow minded, or a little bit of both. I think each set of goals will have a set of pros and cons. Um, so we'll go over this as a kind of next step here. That's what we typically do with our investors is just understand how much risk they want to take if they're looking for higher yield and they're willing to sacrifice neighborhood quality or vice versa. If they're looking for better schools, better job districts, they've got to sacrifice a meal to get there. So there's just a lot within the platform that you can do. Um, but this is kind of the you know, tip of the iceberg. Yeah, if you will. no, this is great. And so for anybody who wants to use Roofstock, you could also, it's definitely go to roofstock.com, but you could also use my affiliate code, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash Roofstock. I'll put that link in the description. It doesn't cost you anything. Obviously this is free, which is great. It just shows that then you connected with me. So I appreciate if you guys use that as well. But man, I really appreciate your time, Jason, because I see so many benefits as an investor having loads and loads of stuff like a uh, numbers already ran, inspections, all this sort of stuff is already done, even though we have to do our own due diligence in making sure we're buying the right property, running all of our own numbers and doing all of that ourselves. But we have such a great tool in Roofstock. So man, Jason, I appreciate your time. So is there anything else before we sign off today? No, that's it. I mean, if anybody has just extra questions, reach out to Dustin. Dustin will get you connected to um, someone here at Roofstock that can help facilitate any questions you may have. But just like you always stress here, Dustin, educate, educate, educate. You know, can't stress that enough. And, and um, hopefully this was helpful to all your members today. And I thought this was a you know, great session for us getting started. Absolutely. Well, Jason, hey, this is fantastic. I hope people realize how awesome of a tool Roofstock is. So you guys get out there, start using it. Even just browse through properties. It'd be a fantastic idea just to get an understanding of what good properties look like. All right, guys. Again, this is Master Passive Income. Super excited to have you guys here. I'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks again, Jason. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya.